and welcome to the Maximum Effort Podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Stephanie. And you're joining us, should I say four after movie night of The Conjuring 2? <laughs> yes. Should, should we give like an overview of the plot for anyone that hasn't seen it? And say, sorry, there is spoilers in this, folks. There is spoilers. Yeah. So I pulled up the wiki so I can make sure I'm not going to miss anything. <laughs> It starts in 1976 uh, with Ed and Lorraine Warren investigating the Amityville murders in which they're doing some kind of seance and Lorraine has a vision where she she sees the the ghost child who was like, nope, don't don't follow the ghost child in the creepy basement. But then she does because movies. Uh, (laughs) Let me be in a trance like state. In my, oh, what do you what do you call that? When you can like be outside of your body, moving around. Oh, um, yeah, I know what you mean. There's a name for it, but since she follows the ghost child into the basement where she sees the other ghost children after witnessing their murders, uh, and then she's shown a mirror with a demon nun, and she sees a vision of Ed being impaled i don't know what else to call it by what looks like a giant spike and then it goes on to 1977 with the hodgson family experiencing weird stuff going on in their home after janet plays with a ouija board which (laughs) which she made and i called it the ransom note ouija board because that's what it looks like it's just all these different letters (laughs) she uh looks like she cut out from a magazine and just pasted um so then Janet starts sleepwalking and talking to creepy old dude. In their family room, they have this old, nasty-looking armchair um, that you get the creepy vibes from. So Bill Wilkins, who's supposed to be this ghost that lived and died in the house, um, starts like, would we say he possesses little girl Janet? Kind of, I guess. Starts talking through her, and then you've got news crews showing up and doing stuff on them. Um, when everything started happening, the police showed up and witnessed. <laughs> Can you imagine being a police officer in the 70s? He'd be like, yes, hello. Can you come to my haunted house? <laughs> and then the girl spoke in a weird old man voice. Um... Yeah. So then these people get Ed and Lorraine show up to see if the church should get involved. Um, They see Janet through a window once they have all the crew there. There's a camera set up across the street. They catch her destroying the kitchen. And by the end of this movie, that entire house is just trashed. It wasn't in good shape to begin with. Oh, yeah. And then by the end, it's just completely ruined. Um... How the mother stayed in there after that is just beyond me. Yeah. And I don't care if that thing was gone. I would have moved. Yeah. For reals. But it she housing, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> so <laughs> everybody goes to leave because they say, well, this is faked. There's nothing we can do. Uh, they go to leave. And then Ed realizes the cassette tape has something on it that... 
<laughs> he plays them together. It plays a full message. I don't understand. But the way he got the second message was when that girl was crammed into that space all weird. That just looked freaky. I don't know how she got in there. Yeah. Uh, like arms and legs all sticking out weird and crunched in. It looked painful and that made it extra freaky because she was just all uh, cattywampus in there. I don't know. <laughs> so Lorraine. I was really convinced that her arms and everything were broken. Right? I was like, how did he even get her out of there? Because that doesn't look like that should be possible. Um, so Lorraine realizes she has the demon's name from the vision at her house. And then has to go in there and save Ed and the little girl from falling to their deaths. Because as she is possessed, she goes to jump out the window. And then fall on a tree that was hit tree. by lightning. And then all that's left is a spike. Which, I mean, come on. <laughs> the timing of everything just made it extra weird. Um, yeah, so then she says its name. Um... Uh, exercises it essentially sends it back to hell and then janet's no longer possessed lorraine and ed get pulled to safety and then i don't i don't know how his eyesight wasn't completely fucked after right all that. like his face was completely like how different. come like he just went and saw the paramedics and they're like you're good to go yeah bro you couldn't see like five minutes ago what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm fine now I just, okay bad. i just needed a few minutes I don't know why he took the Crooked Man toy back to put in the museum thing. That was a little weird. It was, I, it was almost like, oh, hey, you can see Annabelle in the background again as I put this up on the shelf. <laughs> and then and yeah. then there was more Elvis. So there's the synopsis of the movie. <laughs> it's like, yeah, the Crooked Man, I could understand. But that was just a manifestation from the demon. So why did you need the toy? The, the demon wasn't connected to the toy. Yeah. I mean, I like I could understand if the toy was haunted like Annabelle is, but yeah. it's not. No, it's just taking a souvenir. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all it was. It's just a souvenir to bring back this creepy souvenir. It's a children's toy <laughs> that was not haunted at all. And I didn't understand at the end why that was going in the museum. But I mean, if anything, take the chair. But I guess you can't really get that back to the right. US cheap. No kidding. Because the chair seemed like the most haunted thing out of the entire house. <laughs> yes, Bill Wilkins died in this chair. We haven't gotten rid of it. We know what happens. And then <laughs> as we were watching the movie, I was just laughing because... Oh yes, little girl, sit in the death chair. We're going to try and channel this ghost through you as you sit in the chair he died in. I thought, wow, that's really mean. It was the 70s, but still... That's pretty much, yeah, that's pretty much the movie. Yep. To be honest, after the first Conjuring, I was expecting to be way more terrified throughout this. Um, I don't remember I told you, it took me like two, three days to get through the Conjuring because I was watching it by myself. Uh, this one was much less scary to me for some reason. Yeah, me too. I don't. I didn't remember most of it, which is why I was talking through parts where um, I'd say, oh, watch out, dude. Because had I remembered everything that was going on, I would have been completely silent and just watching for your reaction. <laughs> but I legitimately, I think we bought the movie and I watched it once and I don't think I've watched it after. If I did, I don't remember. So, and it was years ago. 
So I legitimately couldn't remember what happened. <laughs> I forgot all about that cartoon character thing. I forgot the, all about the crooked all, band. Like most of it. Yeah, you know, I I think that might have been what lessened it for me was seeing that stuff because the jump scare where the girl's watching TV and then all the crazy stuff's going on and he all of a sudden pops up and is like right behind her <laughs> that made me jump big time. That got me too. But yeah, the rest <laughs> and the nun. The nun was freaky. The mu- the nun is creepy. I have not seen the actual movie that came after this called The Nun with that character. So I don't know what happens in that movie. I've just, I've meant to watch it, just never have. Yeah. But all this makes me want to do is really get you to watch Annabelle. <laughs> I d- it's, I have a thing I know. with doll movies. I think I made it through <laughs> this one just fine. And I was like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. I can go to sleep after. But if you were to have me watch Annabelle or Annabelle Homecoming, there might be problems. I haven't watched Annabelle Homecoming. I watched Annabelle and then I think there was a second one as well that I watched. I can't remember. Was it like the, the Origins one. or whatever? I, I forget how what it was called. I can't remember to tell you the truth, but it's also like funny because there was just so many parts that would be so good, but you're right, we're lessened by that that crooked man. Like you you just get the it's almost scarier not really seeing everything than getting the mm-hmm. full view of something. Like when you see the girl uh, Janet locked in the room that had the chain over it and there's no way she should have been able to get in there. Like you see him in there with her and seeing his like CG face (laughs) kind of made it less scary for me. (laughs) I'd rather see less. I was more freaked out by seeing like in the flooded basement when she, the mom gets her arm pulled down into the water after seeing him. That freaked me out because you couldn't see. Right. I don't know. Oh, my and, goodness. And, like, Ed's painting of the nun at the beginning. So creepy. <laughs> so creepy. And then for him to hang in his office, I just thought, come on, man. There's some better art you could put up in there. Like, barely anything on the walls and just this creepy nun painting. What gets me, I think, the most is the very end. When they're playing the real tapes of the real Janet... And the people talking to her, that's what messes with me. And it's always been the real stuff that messed with me. The um, only movie to give me actual nightmares is called the uh, Annalise, the Exorcist Tapes, I think it's called. I can't remember. It was on Netflix, and I watched it like back in 2011, and I was horrified. The acting was shit. Straight shit. (laughs) Like, not good at all. And so, like, when they were, you know, doing the scenes where they were recreating it, I was just like, okay, laughable. But then they would take the real Annalise tapes of her speaking in tongues and play them randomly in between scenes. And I remember sobbing. (laughs) And just be, like... Me not being a super duper religious person person, and just like doing a couple Hail Marys 
Like, <laughs> I actually, like, started praying and crying and was, like, horrified. Yeah. Because this this girl is speaking multiple languages in a demonic voice, and it's all real. And they're like, oh, she's schizophrenic. Nah, bitch. That ain't schizophrenia. <laughs> like, I don't care what you say. Like, that is a demon. I don't want that juju. Like, that's... <laughs> I was screaming in my sleep oh, last gosh. night, or that not not last night, but that night, and I was horrified. Yeah. <laughs> so when they played the real stuff, that's when I got full body chills, and I was like, I don't like that at all. Yeah. <laughs> there were a lot of creepy parts with the kids, and mm-hmm. I know it might be because I've looked into the Enfield case before years ago i don't know what reason Mm -hmm. i go down google rabbit holes i can't help it uh so i kind of already had the idea from that that this was a fake thing so maybe that made it not freak me out so much like Mm -hmm. because there was the the recording of her doing those things like from Mm -hmm. another house they caught it through the window they caught janet doing that stuff um and they said it was fake. <laughs> but then the movie just kind of takes that to another level. Yeah, a lot of those pl- a lot of those cases people will say are fake too. Like um trying to think the other one that they spoke about that was based on a true story. It was the Amityville house? Yes. The Amityville house. A lot of people say that that's not real. A lot of people say Enfield's not real. A lot of people say, you know, there's just so many where, like, it's, like, back and forth. Yeah. I'm kind of glad they started with Amityville because I was obsessed with that as a kid. (laughs) I was, like, reading as much on that and haunted houses as I possibly could. But, Mm -hmm. I mean, I will say it was a good movie. And I could take that a lot better than The Conjuring. Of course, I don't know if that was, like mm, I said, because mm-hmm. you are you were watching it with me. So <laughs> I had less to be freaked out about. The Conjuring hit me harder, too. Mm. And I know with, I don't know with this one, I'd have to look at my actual DVD. But I know with The Conjuring, they had extras. Or they had pictures of the house. They had the whole family and like what happened to them as they aged and got older, like the real conjuring family. Oh really? And like, yeah, the little girl is like an alcoholic hmm. and like fucked up now. And she like talks about things that happen. And that's what like messes with me internally yeah. <laughs> where they talk about a lot of stuff is, you know, enhanced for movie reasons, you know, obviously, yeah. But a lot of it is, like, based on facts and from papers that Ed and Lorraine had. And so it's like, oof, I don't like that. (laughs) I don't know if, um, well, because I told you about that YouTube channel before, Exploring with Josh, and he does this, like, beyond the dark thing where he'll Mm -hmm. go and do haunted house stuff. They've gone into the Conjuring house. The people that own that now will do... Well, the like host stuff there, mm-hmm. and they'll let you, or they let them at least come in. 
So it was really interesting to uh, have not I, really realized. Like, I watched it before I watched The Conjuring. And then I looked at it again. And it just hits way different. Yeah. I watched... Um, I recently found that the people who own The Conjuring house have a TikTok on it. Oh, they do have a TikTok? The, the daughter or something. She's grown. And she walks people through it and talks about how you can come visit it. But she should. I'm telling you, like, the parts that she shows of the house, I'm like, okay, that's super creepy. Yeah. Like, why is that there? Oh, that must be the area where, you know, this person is on. Oh, my God. Now I'm creeped out. And I'm like watching this like, <laughs> okay, I get it. <laughs> like, terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it is creepy. So, um. Like, the whole thing. I, I just... You're, like, constantly on your seat waiting for the next jump scare. You're waiting for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm also kind of hopping around as I'm just remembering bits of the movie. But when Ed comes mm-hmm. up from the basement and he goes into the next room after he's been, like, blinded by the steam or, steam or whatever, um, the hand that comes around the door... <laughs> There's just like all those little, little things like the painting where you see the nun basically grab onto the mm. painting and then mm-hmm. bust out of the wall and run at her. And then you realize that was a vision. <laughs> and she was still sitting in the other room that, uh horrifying. Yeah, definitely. They could have definitely left the crooked man out. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I. Oh, James Wan. What were you thinking? <laughs> The cro- I think the Crooked Man almost made it less scary than just having... Almost, like, borderline comedic. Yeah, it was a little bit. Um, and I think that must have just been for jump scare, whatever. Like, oh, you're looking at this thing, and all of a sudden the Crooked Man's right there. Or walking behind him as he was going up the stairs. So really, I think for, I guess, the intense moment purposes... Of, like, keeping you in suspense, leaving the crooked man out probably would have made more sense. And just having, like, Bill, the old guy, and then the the nun character. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, the whole crooked man thing. I mean, it's creepy, but that kind of ruins it. Yeah, I mean, and it makes me think about, too, like, what other movies you haven't watched. And it makes me want to pull them out and be like, I've got them. <laughs> well, listen, I don't like scary movies. <laughs> so for me to watch Neither does this, my mother. It's stretch. It's a lot for a lot of people. Like my mom won't watch any of these. Just won't do it at all. Yeah, my but mom me, I'm like, either. Yeah, let's put it in. My mom's like, absolutely not. I'm like, come on, let's shoot. Nope. <laughs> do you know what we're like, going to watch on. at some Not point? Not going to happen. But one of the horror movies that I do like is the old Stephen King It. <laughs> I don't know, honestly, what happens in most of it. I ignored most of it. <laughs> I watched like the the first one that they did of the remake. I don't know if I watched yeah. the second one or not. But I knew part one of the remake in the newer edition I definitely watched. Yeah. But the old It, I was like, 
barely looking at it. Like, let's play house games, and I, there's a fucking clown. I don't like clowns. <laughs> like, yeah. I watched chapter one of the newer, but I haven't seen chapter two yet. Um, I don't know. I liked a lot of the book. So then when you watch the movie version, the old or the new, mm-hmm. there are parts that are like, okay, that wasn't in there, whatever. So I don't know. There are a lot of parts in the new one that they left out. And like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like that doesn't happen in the book. No. But I like this whole movie night idea. I think this is fun. Yeah. It's definitely something different. Yeah, it's true. I know. Now you're going to have me yawning. Yeah. There's a surprising amount of Elvis. I was not expecting the the singing or for Patrick Wilson, who plays Edward, just to, like, break out with. Can't help falling in love in their living room with his Elvis impression. <laughs> Which I will say wasn't that bad. No, well, he's in, um, he was in Phantom of the Opera. Mm. Um, Gerard Butler played the Phantom. And so, you know, he sang and he was good. So he does have a good voice. I never watched I knew that. that already. But I should have watched that. I've never watched anything a fan of the opera. It's good. I like that version. So I've seen the movie version, and then I watched the. Uh, I've never actually been able to go see it on Broadway or anything, but for a while on Netflix, basically had a recording of the Broadway version of Phantom of the Opera. So I've seen both. My favorites, I will say, are the ones that I've seen because I haven't gone into musical theater and watched any of these like in person um but the movies i love sweeney todd yeah it's good my johnny depp obsession really helps that and (laughs) i also really enjoy um chicago yep chicago's good i love the music for that one what what do we rate that out of five stars out of five stars, I'd probably give it a three and a half. That's fair. I think it'd be about the same. Because it wasn't like so terrible, but it wasn't like perfect. Yeah. I'd say about a three and a half. Because like, I mean, it was good. There were scary parts, but it could have been better. Yeah. Because the first one, Conjuring, I'd probably rate that at like a four, four and a, a half. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, yeah. Because that, that one... When the lady's like full on possessed and she gets out of the chair and her daughter is in the crawl space and she like speed crawls through there at 90 miles an hour. <laughs> that was. <laughs> and some of the stuff you see in that movie, I think it's because it wasn't crazy animated. Mm-hmm. And I think I like that I better the... in a horror movie. Yeah, definitely. And I think like some of the scariest parts, like. When she's trapped in that basement that they randomly find behind a wall that was, like, boarded up. Um, don't go down there. Okay, thanks. There's a reason why it's boarded up in the first one. And she's stuck down there and she keeps lighting matches. And then all of a sudden you hear, want to play hide and clap? And just right, right, just manifest behind her head. Yes. That I screamed so loud. And jumped when that when I saw that in theaters, and then I immediately started laughing because it like literally just gave me the biggest like fright of my life. 
Yes. And when the witch lady was on top of that um, wardrobe, that flipped me out. Oh, yeah. Or when... And then the ending. And the first one With when, the mom under the house. Yeah. When Lorraine is outside and Ed's talking to her and all of a sudden she turns and she sees the lady hanging in that tree. Oh. <laughs> Those are the kind of things that freak me out. Crooked men. Mm. <laughs> Not so much. I think it was just how... The dog shape-shifting was weird to me. Yeah. Because like, that I, wasn't even scary. I saw it. I was like, like, is that a skinwalker? And I was like, oh, no. No. It's just... He's seeing that, and then all of a sudden, it's back to being the, the little girl. I don't like that. That's weird. Just the... I think the, the scary parts were, like, when you just see something out of the corner. I think we definitely need to make lists of... Our favorite scary movies, if you have any, because I know you don't see very many, if any at all. Yeah. Or I should definitely make a list of the ones that I have. I can try to see if I can figure out a way to get something hooked up to my screen so that we can watch it. In. But I'll make a list. To have like an external DVD drive. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to get one. Because yeah. my laptop still has a, a DVD driving it so i can play mine the only thing that sucks is because we only have like one i have one hdmi port i think it is in this computer and so everything else wants an hdmi port and my mic's hooked into it so i'm like bruh oh is that your (laughs) usb yeah yeah Yeah. my usb i have a usb one it plugs in to one but then it has four ports so Mm. i can have multiple things plugged into the one usb Mm. so you might just need one of those like a splitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, it might just be called that. the USB port. I forget. But that's mm-hmm. handy because that's what I have my mic and my mouse and all that stuff plugged into. Hmm. I'll have to look into that. All right. It is late. It is almost midnight. It is late. And we are both yawning. <laughs> yeah. Like, damn it. No, I have to go to bed. But Ooh, old ladies. Plus side, <laughs> this isn't like having that. Da- go to bed after watching the first Conjuring movie because that one was extra rough for me. (laughs) I think Annabelle would mess you up. But it would mess me up, so if I get you to watch one, you should be able to get me to watch the other. She deep sighs. I don't know. (laughs) You'd see me going, I don't like this. I don't know how long of a movie... It is. I think it was like four hours. Yeah, because I think it was a mini series. Yikes! <laughs> it's something, but it's in its eighties majesty. Whenever it was done, I I think it makes it less scary for a lot of the parts because it's older. The uh, <laughs> the main character Bill, as an adult, has this ratty ponytail you know <laughs> it's more cheese than uh anything else i think the only thing that messes me up is the clown they're horrifying i don't care how cheesy they make the clown look i'm scared of it it's horrifying looking i'm i don't like it i don't like the clown i don't care what jokes they make i don't like it i don't want it go away <laughs> so their honking noses you're not a fan of Oh, God, nope, 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 don't like it. That's funny. I don't. I just, I don't know. For me, it's more the spider thing. I don't thing. know if it was John Gainway's. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if it was John Wayne Gacy or what, but I don't trust clowns at all. Like, I think every single one of them is going to murder somebody. (laughs) They're all evil. I don't care if they've been working with children for 20 years. They probably got 10 bodies in their basement. I don't care. Mm -mm. Nope, don't like it. (laughs) After they kill someone, they probably go, just for laughs. I don't like it. (laughs) So that's how I am with dolls. After watching Chucky. And there was a... There's a lady that, like, makes them... Or you see the realistic dolls that look like babies or small children? Oh, yeah. I don't like those. I don't like them. They're horrifying. You know what was scary, though? Clowns. My my friend in elementary school. She was like, I found this at a garage sale and got it for you. And it was like a this little doll toy. Like... The head was porcelain and the body was like stuffed. And I was like, oh, no, this is the most horrifying thing anyone has ever given me. But I have to pretend that I like it because you found it and gave it to me as a gift. I don't know. I don't know whatever happened to that. It may still be in a closet at my parents' house. I don't know. I just know that I never want to see it again. That is so Thank funny. You, you got obviously... it at a... I just want to be like, you got it at a garage sale. It's probably haunted. Thank you so much. <laughs> I think we were raised with the same mentality of if somebody was thoughtful enough to give you a gift, you be grateful and thankful. Do not be rude or disrespectful. They thought mm-hmm. of you. And so that's like how I was always taught. So it's like, even if I was given a gift that I absolutely thought was hideous, I smile and say, thank you. And really appreciate that. They took the time to think of me and to get me something. (laughs) Given a possibly haunted uh, murder clown. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks so much. If I ever find it, I'm mailing it to you. You get a nice surprise. And then with my luck, my son will find it and love the thing. And I'll be like, okay, I guess he has a doll. Oh, that reminds me. There's this little girl on TikTok. She's like two or three. She likes ugly dolls, like scary porcelain dolls like you were talking about. The ones that are like falling apart and horrible. She likes to play with them. Mm -hmm. And the mom's like, so I guess, okay. So she she records her on TikTok. The little girl's like, give me Dolly and slides down the slide. And I swear these things have demons in them. But this little girl loves them so much. She even says, it's scary, but pretty. And you're like, it's not pretty, little girl. (laughs) She's so cute and innocent. But there's so many people like horrified in the comments. Like, you gave that to your kid? She's like, look. She loves it. I can't explain. <laughs> I, you know what? I think I've seen that before. If if I find one, I'll definitely send it to you because it's so funny. The it the one I saw that doll was horrifying, <laughs> and she I think she was going down the slide with it. It's like oh no! Oh goodness! <laughs> well, all right, everybody. Thank you for listening to our fun little chat chatter after moving night. Thank you. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. 
Music was provided by Kevin McLeod. The intro was titled Work, and the outro was titled Aerosol of My Love, and can be found at incomptech.filmmusic.io.